0: Welcome to That's What She Plead, with attorneys Christina Goldberg and Julie Lurson from Lurson-Goldberg, LLC, law-powered by women. It's time to shake up the old standards of law and of business. Join these two witty, intelligent, and sassy female business owners who are taking their industry by storm challenging stereotypes, and shattering ceilings. These two are on a mission to educate, empower, and support not only their own clients, but other powerhouse female entrepreneurs. Come for a laugh and stay for the vibe as Julie and Christina hold nothing back and share the truth of what it is to be female attorneys and business owners through discussion of current events, original stories, and inspiring guests. Now, on to the show.
1: Happy Tuesday, everybody. This is attorney Christina Goldberg, and I'm here with my law partner, attorney Julie Lurson, and this is the That's What She Played podcast. Thank you for joining us.
2: Today, as we like to do, find some pop culture way to make our introductions. We're going to check with music, and I'm going to date myself a little bit here. Um, Our guest invokes two classics. I'm pretty sure she's probably heard them both, but we'll first start with Elvis Costello's song, Allison. I know your aim is true, Allison. Amazing. Yeah. I think though you're sort of like the reverse of the character in the Allison song, because apparently she was like a grocery store clerk whose dreams had been dashed, and this was what life left her with. And I'd say you're the converse. Allison is the CEO of a successful advertising, marketing, and public relations firm here in the Sarasota Bradenton Lakewood Ranch area. Her company is Grapevine Communications, which really leads us to our second song.
1: Well, wait, hold on. You have an Allison song. I have to have an Allison song, so I'm more... 80s and 90s speed. So uh, the Lemonhead Allison's Starting to Happen. I mean the the reprise is is literally it's about an earthquake under the singer's feet and it goes into Allison's Starting to Happen to me. So meeting you Allison, meeting you in person is sort of like like it feels like that song. I mean your your energy, you're you're just a bundle of energy and <laughs> I just it's super magnetic. So I'm more 80s and 90s speed. I don't know if you've heard that song, but that's the one that hit me about you.
3: I was going Allison Road by Jid Blossoms. So, yeah, very much the oh, same. Oh,
2: wow. That's another hey. good one. Right. Wish I'd thought of that. Just still mm-hmm. use an Android. That's yeah. another issue. Anyway.
3: Well, know, anyway. That's be, that's be hard. That's be hard <laughs> to, to deal Let with. Let me segue my to my other,
2: my other pop culture invocation when it comes to music. And that is, of course, the Marvin Gaye song. I heard it through the Great Vine. The Big Chill was just a great movie um, when I was a youngin, and you guys were hardly in existence. But I think what makes it interesting is really it's a play, obviously, for your company since it's not just sort of haphazard getting the word out. It's very intentional, but I'm sure the goal is to have it happen in a very organic, seemingly casual, natural way. Hence, Grapevine Communications. Anyway, welcome Allison Imray of Grapevine Communications. I guess one other thing we need to say is that Allison is the competition. Yeah.
3: I don't practice law. That would be. I know. No, you're not a not a lawyer, but
2: you're, you're, you're plainly not a law
1: firm, but, uh, there was a, there was a neck and neck race to the finish line this year for the Sarasota area 2022 women owned business of the year. And, uh, and you were the winner. We were the, we were the, the runner up AKA the bridesmaids. We got a fabulous cookie platter. Out of that, mm-hmm. from you, which our staff prepared enjoyed. by another woman immensely. Business.
2: Excellent. I enjoyed uh, it too.
1: <laughs> it was, was
3: great. it was,
2: yeah, astounding. It
3: was great. No yes. one was more shocked by that announcement than I. So <laughs> 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 I, I firmly believe there should be demanded a recount.
1: Competition was stiff.
3: Yes, it was. Let's yeah, not go to the is- recount. <laughs>
2: Um yeah, it, it was well deserved, well earned. And um I guess sort of in in an interesting nod, the award came with a beautiful glass statue. And
3: true Attorney to the idea. Wait, wait,
2: <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish with this, Allison. Women break glass ceilings all the time. And 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 you know, true to form, Allison did that with her award, right? Three days in, go Three with days. it,
3: <laughs> go with it. Mm-hmm. It shattered. I, heard, I was, I was an, ensuring its placement was prominent and that the shelf was dusted and that, that backfired. It, I really, I think it leapt to its own death,
2: <laughs> but you shattered that face. glass ceiling that it was sitting upon. Yes. Sure okay. did. All right. He did.
1: I had fish sleep to their death. Did
2: you? I've I did.
1: I huh. did. I did. I never understood huh. it. I took it really personally, but it did happen. Anyway, Allison, tell us, tell us your story. So Kansas City, you have Kansas City roots?
3: Yes, ma'am. Uh, my pop is from Jersey. My mom is from Needles, California, which is Death Valley. Yes. Um, and they met at the University of Kansas. That's um, so my father was there. Yep. Yep. My father was there um, on the GI Bill. It is um, eighth college after... Um, um, being honorably discharged from the Army. Uh, he liked to say he majored in freshman, wherever he went. And then my mother, who was high school valedictorian and and crossed every I and dotted every T, was there pursuing originally a career in theater and then shifted to education. And so they were wildly polar opposites, but born at KU Medical Center, uh, raised, uh, born and raised, and uh, and still get back quite frequently to Kansas City. Great place to be from.
2: So you're a Royals and Chiefs
3: girl. I used fan? to work for the Kansas City Royals. I did, yes, oh. and um, still, still very much a fan. And um, of course, the Chiefs are uh, virtually a religion in Kansas City. So I Especially make it these least, last few years, right? But no, I was, I was a fan even in the early 2000s when there was a massive drought for wins, and we went 27 years without drafting a quarterback that won a single game. Wow. Yeah, you weren't counting. No, That's I was. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when you say you worked for them, were you a cheerleader? You, you, you speak cheerleader to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, baseball teams are, are known for their cheerleaders. Yeah, I was very, I was head Christy. cheerleader. <laughs> I know. Uh, you never know. You do. I, it might surprise you. I was in a sorority in college. So I, I also played rugby in college. So you, you can be. So, so like your parents, you're a series and... of,
2: contra- you're, you're, you're a series of contradictions.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I think that's um I think that's what makes life interesting. Absolutely. Don't be just one thing. How don't did that not come up
1: at lunch, rugby? I don't huh.
3: I don't know. I rugby. you get mixed reviews when you tell people that because there are certain assumptions that can come along with it. What assumptions come along with rugby? I am I am married to a man. When I tell people I play rugby and I'm married to a man, oftentimes that gets the double surprise because they would assume the opposite. Okay, so uh, it's it's um, oftentimes they they assume uh, my um, sexual orientation is a certain way because I played rugby, mm-hmm. and and that's fine. Some of my dearest friends, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny to see that, especially when you you um, speak with individuals who are from um, England, uh, Australia, South Africa, uh, especially New rugby's Zealand. big. Yes. Women I, don't did,
2: play. I, I confess, I did not realize that rugby was a sport that women played.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Title nine. Do we have women's rugby or is it like a it's, club um, sport? I,
3: at the university of Kansas, we got funding, but it was technically a club sport. So um, I started out, I am um, road crew the first semester of my freshman year, which was an actual title nine sport. And right. then realized I'm in college and there's a lot of practicing that is going on. <laughs> and yeah, uh, <laughs> It's interfering with other activities that one could be pursuing. Uh, You remember your freshman year of college. It was, it was, the world was your oyster. And I didn't want my oyster to be interrupted with two practices a day.
2: Fair enough. That's
1: fair. I think that's fair. Well, I get the same thing because I played roller derby and I get sort of the same. Well, that's what I get is your face. Uh Uh Right. But yeah, I get kind of the, kind of the same thing. Uh-huh. But it was a good time while it lasted. And then I felt like I was getting old and I decided maybe I didn't want to walk into a courtroom with bruises all over
3: me. So <laughs> let's move on. Let's not get brain damage. Yeah. I remember going to a um, a formal for my sorority, I believe it was my junior year of college. And I had been mauled by this very, very talented athlete from the opposing team and on my thigh, the front of my thigh were very distinctly not only her cleat marks, but the word Adidas. So you, wow. Oh my gosh. So
2: that's how you got into branding. (laughs) That was was my first time as a human billboard. Yeah. (laughs) Look at you. That's kind of a cool story. You should use
1: that more. All right. Uh, right? So
3: how'd you land in Sarasota? Where? Why? Uh, Well, going back really quickly, how I got into branding, my, my mother taught communications, creative writing, public speaking, stuff like that. So I was, this is in my DNA. So I didn't I didn't fall into anything. I feel like it was I was born into this. Um, how did I end up in Sarasota? Growing up, my grandparents, my my father's parents had retired in Fort Myers. So uh, we would load in the Oldsmobile diesel and drive straight through from Kansas City to Fort Myers, 22 hour drive, I believe, every summer. And some of my best memories growing up were being down in this area. After college, I moved around like a gypsy for a long time. I was actually living in Lake Tahoe. And um, the fella I was seeing at the time um, was working for an art dealer and got a job down in Sarasota. So followed him shortly thereafter, left the guy, kept the town. And that was
0: 2004.
3: Oh, thank you, sir. Now I'm here. Yeah.
1: Better off without you.
3: Good. It was basically like a less expensive bus ticket.
1: There, there you go. Listen, you use what you can,
0: right? Resources,
1: exactly. <laughs> nice. So, Grapevine. How did you? Grapevine's pretty new to you. Pretty new to Allison. So, how did you? How did you get into into this? How did you find it? What?
3: How did you become the head of it? Uh, great, great question, and I still ask myself that that question from time to time. In short, I uh, starting in 2007, I worked for iHeartMedia. And um, at the time, they were Clear Channel. And uh, from from the beginning, one of my biggest clients was Grapevine Communications. I I got my foot in the door. I made connections with them. And anytime they would have a client who needed uh, radio or event marketing, they would contact me. So over the course of a decade, I got to be... um, uh, a a close trusted vendor of theirs. Um, The founders of the company, uh, Angela massaro Fain and John Fain, who uh, originally, uh, Angela founded Grapevine in Montreal, Canada in 88. And from 88 to 98, she was the sole proprietor. And then the company was bought by Intertape Polymer Group and relocated as their in-house agency to Sarasota, Florida in 1998 to launch their US operations. After that contract ended, Angela and John restarted the agency in 2002 in Sarasota and in 2000, since 2006, we've been in the building we are now. Um, so for for nine years, I, I knew them well. I was a, a, a staple in their office, so to speak. And um, over the best things in my life happen over alcohol. This is so true. So <laughs> over wine one night, um, they, were, they were lamenting about how they had um, engaged a, a mergers and acquisitions firm and and how important their legacy was. And they while they wanted to sell and retire and enjoy life, they were concerned about what would become of their company, their vision, their team, most importantly. And not knowing at all what I was saying, I, I'll, I'll buy it. Um, next day, we signed, signed a letter of intent. And then um, immediately after, I Googled what a letter of intent meant. And um, <laughs> started figuring out, okay, how do I procure funding? And I saved every penny. I, I, you know, called in every favor and almost a year to the day later we were signing contracts. I bought the business and the building 100%.
1: That's a very That's neat scary. Move. Yeah. But isn't that, doesn't that just strike you? That's like a Christie move. I mean, <laughs> yes. yeah, I'm going to jump off <laughs> who needs, who needs the parachute. I'm going to jump off the cliff. Right. I,
3: well, I, There's I, I Julie over here worrying about insurance. the details. Yeah. Right. 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 All right. And you know, it, I, if I jump out of a plane, I definitely want to to meet the person who has patched my parachute. So <laughs> I, I was, I was fortunate enough to have um, specifically Bob Leibold uh, of Leibold Industries. He, um, you know, I'd known him for years through Chamber of Commerce events. And, and I remember his, his little elevator speech was, um, we do what the banks do, we do what the banks don't do. And without understanding the full scope of that, I called Bob and he had me fill out one application and he shopped my my loan and 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 got me in front of the right people. And I did a tremendous amount of, of due diligence. And um, but if not for him, I I believe I could have done it, but it would have been a, a significantly rockier road. And then the the team has um, mostly stayed intact and grown. And it's it's I've got individuals who have worked for Grapevine for 16 years still Hanging around and, and doing incredible work. Yeah. And those are the people that we all dream of having. Yeah, you know the ones that you really feel like you're you're the devoted. Institutional
2: knowledge and the yeah yeah and the commitment. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So I've only been there five years in the grand scheme of things, and and so I'm I'm in the lower half of tenure there.
1: <laughs> well, how have you how have you made it, Allison's? I mean, would when you when you came in, what did you do to to really what, make what, it? Yeah, own? what did you
3: bring? Um, willingness to listen. And, and my leadership does not come from the perspective of, of you know, I, I'm certainly not warden educated. Uh, my, my leadership tack comes from the perspective of uh, more or less the golden rule. Uh, you know, I, I know how I would want to be led. And so I, I've, how have made it Allison? I, I've not made it Allison's. And that's why we've been successful. I've made it ours. And when I when I introduce people to the team, I don't say this is my employee. I say this is this is my colleague or my teammate. And um, they feel empowered. They take ownership. They care more, and and they execute.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm lucky.
3: I'm very lucky. Well, you're
2: wise. <laughs> yeah, you understand human nature, right?
3: Well, that's how I, you got to do bad it. Bosses before, isn't it that simple? Is what was that? I've had bad bosses before.
2: Well, and well, and didn't you start? At some point, as a bartender, I think that qualifies. I oh,
3: absolutely. I've been in the service industry since I was 16 years old, and uh, through college, I, I I played rugby. I was in a sorority. I um, was getting my degrees, and I uh, and I tended bar to pay my rent and and tuition and books and all that. But my parents helped me. I graduated from college without student loans from work. My parents being wonderful and and some scholarship help, but I, I'm. Super lucky to not have that dark cloud over me, but uh, yeah. So after college, when I said, um, "What's a big girl job?" I, I, uh, shortly thereafter moved to the Virgin Islands, and, and then from there hopped around uh, the, the world, so to speak, and knowing that wherever I landed, I could potentially have a job and cash in my hand that same day. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, I, if, yeah, do you have you either of you ever worked in the service industry at all, waiting tables or
2: Ever so briefly, I have tremendous respect. It's, yeah. I mean, I, with the golden yeah. rule, you know, as sort of a fundamental, I think, for us as well, but it's a lot harder when you're dealing, I think, with people who sometimes aren't at their best. Yeah. I mean,
3: retails, that, that, was, that was my thing. And- yeah. Oh, retail yeah. jail? Oh, bless yeah. you. I, yeah. yeah. I, I did that. I worked at Bathy, Bath and Body Works one summer. And yeah, I I I can organize things really well because of that. But no, yeah. it, it, service industry. I love people. Um, I love working with people who have a service industry background because they they can, you know, juggle 10 different things and do it with a smile on their face mm-hmm. and, and reprioritize mm-hmm. very quickly. It's it's uh, it's a tremendous skill set that can be garnered. Not that I'm encouraging people to go, you know, get a restaurant job or a bar job, but.
1: Well, no, it's, but uh, you learn that that people a, a lot of time people's people's um, responses to you or reactions to you have nothing to do with you. They have to do with whatever they're carrying around that day. Right. So right. the the sooner you you know that was a lesson I learned really really early on was don't d- this is not don't personal. Take it personally. Nothing is personal. Don't take it personally, and move on. And so if you can learn to to view people from from that perspective, like okay, you were just rude to me, but you were rude to me because something's going on with you, not me. <laughs> It changes
3: everything. It changes your outlook. Truer words were never spoken. There is a um, a Chick fil A training video that all new team members have to watch, and it's it's um, just B roll, just people walking through the restaurant, but bubbles over their head about what they're going through.
2: Yeah, you know, my mom
3: just died. I just got divorced. You, yep. Walk a mile in someone's shoes, and exactly. and you'll understand what makes them tick. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's so true. You do learn. Very, you have to embrace very quickly that you can't take it to heart, can't take it personally. You give it your best, and what is it? The uh, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I ch- cannot change, the courage to change those I can, and the wisdom to know, to the, know difference. the difference. Mm-hmm. People's attitudes have the wisdom to know that you can't control that.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Interestingly, that's an Alcoholics Anonymous paradox.
3: It, well I don't know what you guide, call that guide post yeah maybe post. that's the next phase of my that life That starts summary. and ends every I, Alcoholics Anonymous
1: meeting <laughs> 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 although I do I actually it have it in
2: in my office I, I think it works pretty broadly um I think so <laughs> not just at, at your AA meetings
3: I think so it's nice are, to know that it's being applied there yeah impactful knowledge
2: Speaking of that kind of thing, what uh-huh. do you have any favorite routines or rituals that kind of keep you motivated, enthusiastic, sane, You're a mom, you've got little kids, mm-hmm. you've got a big business, you've got life. It gets to be a lot in and of itself.
3: It, it does. But um, someone once told me, and I don't even know who to credit with this, but um, you know how you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So it kind of keeps you from letting the world overwhelm you. One thing I learned when working with the Royals was uh be the smartest person in the room. Just be just be educated, be aware, no, no, no stats, know with whom you're meeting, understand the room, listen twice twice as much as you speak. So to that, my daily routine is I um usually get up before the seven year old and the one year old, um and the forty-two year old, my husband. <laughs> the third <laughs> kid. What I'll, what I'll do is I um I I'll check all the local e-blasts, like from the Observer and SRQ in Sarasota, and and just see see what the kind of is going on in the community, what they're deeming as news, and 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 that helps, you know, kind of ground me for the day, to understand what's being talked about. So I always feel like I'm starting the day, kind of having my water cooler talk prepped, right? And it it's helpful. It's helpful. It feels like oh, I started the day by learning something.
1: Hey, sorry for the interruption. I know you're listening to the That's What She Played podcast, and I am so happy you're here. If you have any questions, please head over to lawpoweredbywomen.com or look in the show notes to find out how to reach us. We would love to hear from you. So for for listeners who feel the need to get in touch with, with Grapevine, I'm certain that they will. Talk a little bit about specifically. I mean, you're you're an advertising agency, marketing that sort of thing. But what what really do you do? What is what is the ultimate goal of Grapevine?
3: Well, it, it's it, the the irony of of what we do is our goal is to work ourselves into obsolescence. Hence the name Grapevine. We we will tell our clients all the time: there's nothing that that we can conceive of or execute that's as powerful as word of mouth. So our goal is to get you known, get you remembered, get you talked about and get you referrals from existing com- uh, customers, from satisfied clients. We create those raving fans and um, you know we'll, we'll, we celebrate when we get that phone call saying, hey, I can't advertise anymore until I hire six more employees or open a second location. Uh, so, so essentially what we've built out or what I've built out with the team over the past five years is um, just building off the foundation of of what they had been known for doing so brilliantly and, and substantially awarded for, which is um, essentially uh, establishing and propagating brands. So logo design, ad development, media placement, website development, and um, and our copy, our copy content, everything starts with, with what are you going to say and what does it mean to the people you're saying it um, or to whom you're saying it. And uh, so what we've built out over the past five years is um, really, really, really robust team of brilliant public relations experts, uh, social media team who are in the know. And that is uh, a task in and of itself because the, the rules change daily and the mm-hmm. goals, goalposts move constantly. Yeah. Um, we, we've developed um, uh, a couple apps. We've worked in that realm, but um, digital marketing and videography and animation we're um, we're we're really 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 lucky to have a team of of full time professionals who can tell that brand story and generate those leads. And it's nice because um, the fact that we are twenty two team members strong, all um, in in the most part, working in the same building day in and day out. We we collaborate, we strategize, uh, and we get goofy together for all of our clients. So. We can do everything soup to nuts, but uh, even if you're not working with us on a website, well, you know, we have a gal in our office who's our digital brand architect. So your existing website will tie into the digital marketing we're doing, which will um, align itself with the press release that's going out that's going to manifest itself into a blog that's going to go on your website and be shared on your social media and maybe materialize into an e-blast to go out with your existing customer base. It's um, full it's- service.
2: Yeah, and they're no t- all interconnected.
3: Yeah. But you know, if you go into a place there's a lot of agencies and 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 you know, it this is this is wonderful, but they specialize and we only do um we only work with developers or we only do digital and that's that is that's is great, be an expert in that. But what we like is we don't try to steer you in one direction because that's the only thing we have to sell. We we step back, look at the whole picture and and can be a little more comprehensive and robust
1: yeah well the 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 value of layering and yeah. and interconnecting and because it's all about visibility right and when people see you in one place and then the next day they see you in another place and online they see you in a third place and suddenly it just they start going oh i know it, I know, I know, I know it. yeah yeah,
3: yeah. It's that water torture it's like trip, you know trip, we tell we our clients all the time you know if you were selling ham sandwiches our job would be very easy because we can just take hey, come buy this ham sandwich but um, you're not. And so people don't need you every day, but when they do, they want, you know, we want them to remember your name.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And we <laughs> definitely understand that concept as an injury firm.
3: Well, oh, and yeah. you do it well, you absolutely do it well because you are in so many different places and you're authentic about what you do. And if only I could, I could convince, I feel like you should come in and give pep talks to some of our clients. About oh, <laughs> about- listen, we, we can talk versions. about an awful lot of things. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that's a terrible idea. Like, I rescind the offer. Let's. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, <laughs> I, I, we
1: had lunch together. We had a lovely lunch together yeah,
3: and learned much an awful fun. lot about mm-hmm. about each other. So, yes. yeah. Oh, my God, I I left that, that. Uh, like floating, thinking how fortunate Christine and I were to to get to know the two of you because. <laughs> um, The, the personality and the sincerity and the, the experience, the, the, the paths that the two of you have walked to get to where you are now, that's, that is a a true success story.
2: Oh, thank
1: you. Thank you. That's really kind. We didn't invite you
2: here to just tell us how great we were. I mean, honestly, let's give you some more shout outs here because not (laughs) only were you the 2022 Women Owned Business of the Year Chamber of Commerce Award winner. Y'all have done it a few times before in both Sarasota and Manatee counties. You've been, I think the small business
3: of the year award winners. Um, That was prior to me. That was, but but, but still you've
2: had, it's the team and you inherited Mm -hmm. a great team and you built on it and it's, you know, you have this full blown sort of Renaissance firm. I I say Renaissance with the idea that it, you you see everything and you bring it all together. Mm -hmm. Um, and just so people know, Sarasota and Manatee County are sort of sister adjoining counties, because mm-hmm. I'm sure our audience is, you know, much broader than than just the Gulf Coast. But in any case, a, among other awards, I, I saw a very cool, um, I guess uh, graphic that you all did with like platinum records and all these records you've you've um, attained over the the course of your existence down here in Florida. so Quite impressive.
3: Every year we try to have a theme and this being our 20th anniversary, it happens to be the platinum anniversary. And so we, we went with Uh the platinum record idea. Yeah. This year has, we it's, it's kind of, we're incredulous. I think it's, we've been very, very, very fortunate to be recognized the way we, we were this (laughs) year. And um, we'll ride this high into 23 where I'm sure it will not be repeatable successes but no don't I, go into it that hey, way
2: i have a feeling that it's not as serendipitous as you would have everyone believe because you are a, a force in your own right allison and you're really engaged in the community um you know I'm, it's part of your business strategy i'm sure but it's part of just who you are um yeah. you know the chamber the lakewood ranch business alliance i I'm I'm sure there's all kinds of other things I'm missing but and put on the spot at any moment. I mean, you can climb on
1: stage and have something hysterical Witty. and incredible and amazing to say at the drop of a hat. Um, In the meantime, I'm over here going, "Wait, where's my
3: script?" word for word. Word for word. Right. I, um I I appreciate you say that and and I will absolutely do it and and hopefully usually look like I'm comfortable doing it, but typically um uh, start out being terrified. I had a um, a gal. Well, not only my mother, and and having my my mother being the the tuning fork for my ability to feel comfortable in front of an audience. But back when the JCs existed, my dad was the president of the JCs, and he was the most requested speaker in the nation. So he's got he's he can he can hold some uh, the attention of the room. But I had a um, my speaking and um, performing arts teacher in in high school, a gal named Sally Shipley, um, who also, you know, was responsible in the early education, people like Paul Rudd and Jason Sudeikis, she, um, she left her mark on me, it's, it's branded into my brain about, um, you know, constructing public engagement of any kind. And then I utilized that to, uh, you know, work in communications and radio. Eventually, host things like bikini contests um, out on Siesta (laughs) Key, and oh yeah, and I used to host host (laughs) cornhole and beer pong tournaments. And then I bought a communications firm. So I can totally see all of this. I'm not shocked
1: by any of it, honestly. (laughs) Oh my god, your energy! Uh, Nobody wants to be
3: all of one thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
2: gosh, I cannot believe you're a, a success story. I mean, you said something about you didn't go to Wharton. You know, life is is the greatest teacher. I think.
3: Um, I so. Agree. I agree. Anyway.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. So we've spent like half an hour here already chatting, chatting with you, taking up your time. But there's just a, a sort of what are what are your the future plans for Grapevine? Do you have anything in writing? to have a five year plan? Yeah. Where are you on your
3: 25th? You know, it, we we have a. Um, the the team just came together. Uh, there was a, a core group of us, and we just presented it to the whole building and we we have um, identified what we call our North Star. So we have internally, we have a vision statement, and that includes multiple like smart goals. and some of that's revenue, some of that's you know, expansion into different verticals, some of that's expansion into different markets, Some of that's growing out certain of our departments. but um generally speaking, uh, you know I I want for us to, um, to have a, a larger impact. I, over the past five years, have invested in a um, really, really smart IP attorney. And so we own the sales mark to Grapevine Public Relations and Grapevine Communications. And I think with that, maybe starting a, a, a mentoring arm of Grapevine that would be pro bono and then um, potentially looking at um, building out Grapevine franchises.
0: We okay, just think we have a,
3: we have a really good we have a really good model. It's it's proved been proven, you know, tried and true and it delivers results and as long as you get a talented team and you manage expectations and and you don't claim to be a magician, you're a marketer. <laughs> yeah. It's um, you know, we we have clients who have been with us for, you know, nearly two decades and and that's the kind of relationships you want. So I feel like it's it's a repeatable concept that could benefit others and help springboard, you know, entrepreneurs to to impact makers and thought leaders.
2: Love it. Are you gonna clone Allison? Yeah. The exciting and dynamic.
3: God. God help us.
1: <laughs> You're gonna make it mandatory. Every every franchise owner has to do has to do like stand-up comedy or has to has to kind of be involved in some sort of some sort of acting class or something like that or play well, rugby I, I'll just don't no, just don't
3: take yourself too seriously yeah that's, well, that's, yeah that's how it is every yeah. everybody makes mistakes you're going to make mistakes the the worst mistakes you ever make lead to the the biggest and most impactful aha moments of your life absolutely hallelujah
2: <laughs> yes so where would we be without our mistakes and failures exactly yeah We're, nowhere <laughs> living in neutral yeah yeah. yeah. If you're not growing, you're dying. Step out of your comfort zone, which probably is, you know what, now that we've dwelled on the mistakes and failures, is that not a great place to wrap up? I think.
1: I think it might be. <laughs> a <of> down
3: notes.
2: <laughs> Allison, do you have a favorite
3: quote expression? Yes. Oh, yes. Maya Angelou. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. People will never forget how you made them feel. That is Love what it. gets me out of bed every morning.
2: Love it. That's yeah. perfect. So fitting. That's perfect. Yeah. What about a song?
3: Oh, sorry. I can't. I have to. What song do you play to get amped up? Do you have a song? Every Friday night, the um, the Alexa automatically has an alarm for our family. And this leads into a family living room dance party. And it is Bruno Mars' Uptown Punk.
2: Nice. <laughs> That's amazing. I want to be a fly on the wall.
1: I know. You I was just, just going to say, can you videotape that?
3: Crazy legs. That kid. Yeah. Takes it I very love safe. that.
1: I love it. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my gosh.
3: Well, Allison, thank you, you so much. Hang on, oh, wait. Uh, before, can I ask
1: what your favorite songs are? You can, Julie. Go first. I don't know. I'm very sentimental. Yeah. I'm... Song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No? Well, listen, if I really like, get in my feels, Great White, Save All Your Love, old, old song. Uh, they don't make them like that anymore. I. No. That's, that's probably my favorite song of all time. That's not an amp up song, but that's. I love that song so much. Mm-hmm.
3: That'll leave you feeling a certain way.
1: That exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. I,
2: I got to get in touch with my feels. That's the one. Yeah. That's like rock. Too, but there, there's honestly, some of the most beautiful songs are so sad. So I'm not going to make, I,
3: get back to me, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll put a pin in that one.
1: Not <sighs> fair. No time to think about it. Where's my script. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, Allison. Well, thank you so much for letting us have a whole bunch of your very valuable time this morning. You have been incredible and I cannot wait to see where, where Grapevine goes from here. Yeah. So just for, for anybody listening who wants to get in touch, how can
3: they find you? Tell them where to go. You go to grapeinc.com, grape like the fruit, I-N-C like incorporated, or um, you can find Grapevine Communications on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube google the google box has us
1: the google and you're in lakewood ranch
3: we are we are so if you want to find us first find julie and Christy at their firm and then walk (laughs) two blocks down the road exactly
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god well thank you allison emray grapevine communications thanks for joining us
0: thank you for listening to that's what she fled podcast Don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Larson Goldberg lawyers. The content has been made available for general informational and educational purposes only and may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. The content is not intended to be a substitute for legal advice from your individual attorney and the information provided does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice.